Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to the Sunday Spill. Um, if you're new here, hi, my name is Selena. I'm 21 years old. I'm a senior in college and this is my podcast. Um, I feel like we're slowly getting some new listeners, so I just want to constantly be introducing myself to y'all. So if you're back for another episode, thank you so much for tuning in again. And then if this is your first time listening to the podcast, thank you so much for stopping by. Um, the support really means so much to me. Um, so for the podcast, of course, I'm going to do my little weekly update for y'all, what I've been up to this past week. Um, I am going to do the down low, which is where I kind of talk about something that's happened in like like current events types thing and then just kind of like talk about it and then we do have a guest for this week's episode and I'm very, very excited about it. It's my really good friend, Monica. We had like a certain topic planned out for the conversation and then we just kind of went everywhere but I think it's still like an interesting conversation that I want you guys to listen about but we were talking about like women in the workplace and just like men and women in our society um and things like that and it was just I mean it's nothing like it's nothing too serious like it was just like a just like a life chat kind of conversation so I definitely want you guys to stick around for that um but before we get into the life updates just wanted to remind you guys to follow the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts so that if, whether that's spotify or apple Podcasts, make sure you're following it so you don't miss an episode they come out um every sunday and uh, if you are so inclined leaving a review would really help me out and what else do i have oh yeah follow the podcast instagram um for like updates and then you guys can participate in like polls um and things like that because i want to start utilizing the stories to interact with y'all um so that we can all be a part of the conversation and the episodes so the podcast instagram is at the sunday spill and I think my voice is, I don't know, I, this is my first time talking today, so um, I don't know, I feel like if it sounds weird, I'm sorry, but I guess I'm just like warming up my vocal cords. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but for life update, I'm in a good spot, you guys. The weather has been awesome here in Texas. It's been, the sky has been out. I mean, the sky is always out, but it, the sun has been out and it's been blue skies and it's just like nice, crisp, cold weather and I've been in love with it. Um, I've been doing pretty good, I think, in school. I turned in some applications this week for an internship. Um, so I've been working really hard on like editing my resume, my cover letter and things like that and oh I cut my hair this week I cut off a couple of inches just because I felt like my hair was getting too um I don't know it just looks shaggy I don't know how to explain it but I wasn't doing anything with it and it was just like in a weird length where it wasn't long but it wasn't short so I cut off several inches and at first I was kind of upset I like called my friend and I was like oh my gosh <laughs> she cut off so much of my hair like it was just shorter than I wanted it um but it's like it's grown on me and I think it looks pretty cute so um I cut my hair um I think is that the only thing I don't know this week felt so long like I've talked about I'm 
I don't know for me like my weeks start to like blend together but I almost did get hit by a car the other morning I think it was Monday morning I was late to work but I was like walking to campus and I was about to cross the street because I saw a car like slow down toward like slow down at the stop sign and so she like slowed like when she stopped she kind of stopped on the crosswalk and I was starting to walk because I was like it doesn't matter but she didn't actually stop she kept going so she just like completely rolled through the stop sign and I got so angry I like like squatted down and I was like in the passenger window like I wasn't in her car but I like stooped down to the passenger window and I was like are you gonna stop and I was like screaming at her because it was just so irresponsible like I was right there she saw me and she was just like she had her seat like she had her foot kicked up on the seat she was like playing with her hair she didn't even look at me and I was just like wow like you are a bold ass bitch because I just couldn't I couldn't believe that that happened to me but I was late for work and I had to keep going so I didn't like get too upset about it but I mean as soon as I came in the office I definitely like ranted to my coworker, and I was just like can you believe that this happened to me um and I think walking around college campuses are so scary because they're not scary because I feel like everyone just kind of like walks out into the middle of the street and like no one cares because they're like yeah just hit me and pay for my tuition like I feel like that's a really common kind of theme slash joke um amongst college students but then also when you're driving it's like a different story because I'm like damn can you like get out of the way I'm trying to go um so I can see it from both perspectives but definitely stop at stop signs if um if you see one guys like do not keep rolling through it especially if there's a person on the road um but yeah that was Monday that was a long time ago and then I come in here Wednesday and then this past weekend I've been honestly chilling I was off on Friday and I'm off on Sunday which is today when I'm recording the intro and I've just been you know sleeping in hanging out feels really good um I'm gonna try really hard to like motivate myself though because I feel like I've been kind of like slowing down on getting things done in a timely manner I'm still getting everything done but I feel like I've been I don't know senioritis has definitely kicked in for me but other than that I would definitely say that I had a good week and I am excited for next week because I am hmm actually maybe it's not next week. I don't know. I'm excited for next week because, you know, I'm just getting through my last semester of college and so far I feel like it's been a good semester to me. There was a few weeks where I was struggling in a class, um, like not grades wise, but I was just like struggling with like my class. Um, but I think everything's like kind of picking up and the weather's picking up. So that makes me a lot happier. So I don't know. I think that it's going to be a good week. I hope you guys had a good week. And if you didn't have a good week, that is okay because we, we all have our rough days. Um, but that was my little life, life update for you guys. Um, also, I've been like working on the podcast a lot. I've been podcasting with a bunch of people and trying to get some episodes planned out for y'all. And so that has been really exciting. And I don't know. I think you got you are gonna enjoy hearing from everyone that I have lined up for y'all. Um, but that was just like a little podcast update. Um, but yeah, let's just go ahead and jump into the down low. So for this week's down low, I heard about this through a coworker and the article that I was reading um had it only been posted four days ago but I wanted to talk about this is like kind of old news but I feel like it was kind of relevant to the topic um that me and Monica were talking about um I don't know why 
So for this week's down low, I only heard about this like a few days ago, but a coworker had told me about it. And the headline is FCC gets 1300 complaints over Jennifer Lopez and Shakira's Super Bowl halftime show. And so I didn't even realize that people could do this. Um, not that I didn't realize it, but that's just like not something I would ever think to do. But the FCC, if you're not aware, is the Federal Communications Commission. And so I guess people are allowed to like they kind of set standards, I guess, for the media and um, like regulate. I don't know, like they're just the ones that like regulate the media, I guess, and like come with rules like they have the policies. And so I guess that's what kind of keeps everything that you watch on TV in like a certain kind of not necessarily like style, but like acting within a certain standard. Um, I just literally said the same word over and over again, but I don't know. It's the federal federal communications commission um i just had no i knew i know what it is but i had no idea that people complained to it um but yeah shakira and jennifer lopez had over 1300 complaints and i'm just gonna like read them to you in this article it has a couple of them like quoted and one person said i am completely disappointed that this is acceptable to show on television um, someone said, I am disgusted that these performances were not censored beforehand. If they were censored, they weren't censored adequately. I feel bad for my daughters who think that type of behavior is acceptable and that they should dress and perform inappropriate acts. Um, another one, I do not dis subscribe to the Playboy channel. We do not buy porn for $20 a flick. We simply wanted to sit down as a family and watch the Super Bowl. I think it's crazy that anyone took the time out of their life to make an official complaint to the FCC about the Super Bowl halftime performance, like literally turn the TV off, like switch to a different channel. Nothing about it was like that outrageous to me. And like, of course, like I'm going to stand up for them. But I just think that that is just so crazy because they're I, these people are just being so like I want to say sensitive, honestly, in my opinion. Um, I can see how like maybe you don't want newer kids. I know people are like really um, I don't know, like when you're when you have younger children, I can understand how um, maybe you don't want them to like dress in like such a revealing matter. But also, I just feel like there's an understanding that's like a halftime. It's a show like they're putting on a show. Those are like costumes like those aren't like everyday outfits that these people wear. Um, it was for like a performance. Um, and so I just thought it was just such an outrageous number. But what also made me mad was that it's um, this article goes on to say the FCC got 94 complaints about Adam Levine's 2019 half show. Um, and I'm pretty sure he like ripped off his shirt during that show. Like he ripped off his shirt. He was like naked from like the waist up, essentially. And he only got 94 complaints, which is literally a fraction to what Shakira and JLo um had complained about and they were definitely like they were i mean they were i don't know like they didn't take off their clothes the way he did um so i just thought it was just so interesting that um there's such a stark like that i don't think you can say that women um aren't treated unfairly because like the numbers are literally right here like the data is there adam levine got 94 complaints after he literally took off his clothes um or his just his shirt but shakira and jlo got 1300 complaints that is ridiculous um and so i just not something i really care about i mean if you want to complain to the fcc um you are obviously entitled to but 
I mean, I don't know. I just can't imagine like taking time out of my life to do something like that. But if they felt that strongly, then I guess they felt that strongly about it. Um, I just thought that was honestly an interesting fact that I wanted to share with you guys. And it kind of goes along with the conversation that I had with my friend Monica. We kind of I told you guys earlier in the episode, but we did talk about a lot about like men and women, like um, just like, I guess, inequalities in our state and like our society and like just like patterns that we've seen um and then we also just talk about a bunch of like other random stuff um but yeah let's just go ahead and get into that part of the episode i'm really excited for you guys to listen to it and oh my goodness stop Um, i'm cat sitting right now and she just hopped up on my mic um but yeah i hope you guys enjoy the episode thank you so much for listening and let's go ahead and get into it So Monica does have a cat in her house, and so if you hear any majestic sounds, it's coming from her cat. Um, But anyways, I feel like the fun thing about our friendship is that we were... There it goes. (laughs) He was just waiting for you. We, we like, missed each other throughout college because, like, we have similar personalities, and I feel like we have, like, similar interests, and we've done, Uh like... Like, we lived in the same dorm. Mm -hmm. We were both... No. Did we? Yeah. I I lived in Falls. I lived in San Marcos Hall. You're getting mixed up with my roommate. She lived there with you. Yeah, I do remember (laughs) that. Yeah, she lived in my hall. Whatever. Um, We... We'll have we study the same thing like literally at, in school and then also mm-hmm. we were, weren't you in Saka? Yeah, I was in Saka for a little bit. Yeah, so I don't know how we came. Not didn't. Like, I was a bad member. Oh, okay, I was an active member. So yeah, Monica's <laughs> very active on campus. She's been involved with like the orientation program. She is a peer mentor. Um, she is the uh, club president. Yeah, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> whatever. We're not gonna brag about her, but um. We wanted to talk, to, so anyways, all that aside, me and Monica have some fun powwow conversations, and then today we're going to talk about kind of like women and like their age and like how they're portrayed in like the media, like TV, movies, things like that, because I think it's like weird to think about how, I feel like people focus on women's age, mm-hmm. but like men, like you don't really ever think about how old yeah. they are, or it like doesn't matter, it's not like a factor mm-hmm. that plays into things. Yeah, it's pretty much like once a woman hits 30, that's like her cutoff range. But then once a man hits past 30, that's like his glory time. Yeah, like real time start shine. Grinding. Yeah, <laughs> we can take him as being reliable and know what he's doing. Did you watch um, Wolf of Wall Street? Mm. I didn't, but I, I feel like you could Wolf talk about Street. that. Is that like, does that apply to this conversation? Um, I'm not really sure. Well, we're talking, talking about get, women, but. Oh, yeah, no, I love Wolf of Wall Street just because I um. I'm interested and think the aggressive, um, like, energy is entertaining. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, no, I don't think it would really fit that much. But, I mean, definitely in the um, white, powerful men in their middle ages. Well, and, um, well, I know you don't listen to Taylor Swift, but in her song, The, <laughs> the Man, she she um, talks about, she mentions Leo, and she's like, I'd just be, I would be just like Leo and Saint Tropez. Um, and talk, she talked about like bawling, like if I was a man, then like th- mm-hmm. this would be okay. Um, so I think that's kind of weird how like women, um, I feel like they come off as, um, maybe like superficial yeah, or materialistic if they yeah. like kind of show off mm-hmm. like what they have going on in their life. But like for men, it's just like That's they just earned the it. They live. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they've earned it. They worked so hard. Um, they deserve it. Yeah. But talk about like how 
I think specifically just because like I've been like in like my pop culture class we kind of talk about like more like movies and like Mm -hmm. tv and like celebrity um so I just think it's weird how in like the movie we were kind of talking about this earlier but like in movies there it's like weird because like there's other like young people Mm -hmm. like the character's young but they're played by someone that's like in their mid-20s or there's a character that's supposed to be like in their 30s like this seasoned Mm -hmm. like been through shit in life and they're played by like these like younger actresses and I just think it's like weird I feel like it's hard to like age in the entertainment industry as a woman because like I think of like Betty White (laughs) and she's like the only one where I'm like or like Meryl Streep Mm -hmm. and I feel like they've been really successful and like they've stayed in the game but I feel like it's really I feel like you have like a couple of years to be like hot shit like Mm -hmm. and like as a celebrity and then people kind of forget about you do you feel like that too no i 100 percent agree about that i feel like it also just kind of leads into more um unrealistic expectations and how women feel like they have to then be at that age like jennifer lopez she's gorgeous mm-hmm. um but and people will be like can you believe she's 50 and it's just like okay <laughs> why does it matter or jennifer aniston yeah like, and she's just, beautiful no, yeah um but they are beautiful I think it also just kind of makes then people who can't afford the health care or like the skincare lifestyle that they have to be on and then they then feel bad about the way they look mm-hmm. but it's just like no we can't live <laughs> we can't live to those needs to and those standards yeah because well, there's not the money but i mean yeah, of course so you unrealistic. Take care of yourself but. yeah i feel like this conversation is more about like comparing yourselves to like these people like their like lifestyles mm-hmm. that like are so unattainable um like in my class they were talking about how alicia keys um like people praise alicia keys for her like no, no makeup, makeup movement yeah. but like people can't afford like that kind of skincare mm-hmm. or like i don't know people are like probably like stressed at work or like some people can't even go oh, to work yeah. without makeup on right so I don't know. I feel like that's weird. I like my job where I work. I've been told many times that like mm-hmm. I need to like put makeup on, and I just think that's like. I mean, obviously it's unfair, and I'm just like you know bitter because I don't like putting. Oh makeup yeah, on men all the can time. literally roll out of bed, brush their teeth, and then um, be disgusting, not have shaved, and have bags in their eyes. Right, and then it's just like, oh, that's just the way he looks. What can you do about it? <laughs> yeah, but it's just not fair because I feel like it is like you can say like we put those like like yeah. I, we put those like gender like roles on ourselves but then like i feel like we try and like fight it or kind of go against the grain and it's just like so like heavily like ingrained into like our society and, like yeah. how we function at work or things like that but it's just like how do you win like how sure. how do you change it i always wear work in when i feel like i'm in professional settings because then i feel like it's unprofessional mm-hmm. if i'm not wearing makeup mm-hmm. but it's like i don't need to wear makeup yeah so <laughs> you're not like any smarter right. or dumber it makes me then feel like i didn't present myself mm-hmm. in a way that i should have even though it's like i don't need to wake up every single day and put on makeup because i probably wear makeup or fix like, your hair a certain way yeah, right or like match your outfit to mm-hmm. everything i mean i don't know i feel like days. sometimes i don't want to wake up that early yeah so why should i have to my mom always like that was like a big thing for her she would always tell me like you have to present yourself you have to show up yeah and it's like not wrong like she's not right. wrong like people really do like take you more seriously but I feel like you should have, like, if you want to do that, it's, like, it should be because you want to do it for yourself right. and it makes you feel better, mm-hmm. but, like, not because, like, people are going to look at you differently. Yeah. Um, it's just a weird complex between, like, men and women in the workplace. I just, like, don't get it. Well, that's okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm in college still, but I think that'll be interesting to, like, see how it changes throughout the years. For sure. Um, but I feel like I don't really see it going anywhere in a way. 
oh no just not because, for a long time no not for a long time we're of course definitely making steps but um there are just the underlying norms that have been put in place that it's just like you don't realize that it's part of people's mentality or the way that their brain works but Mm -hmm. it's just kind of been ingrained into them over time or in like what they've learned and what they've experienced and Mm -hmm. i think um i was watching the i know you haven't seen it I need to find a different celebrity to be able to oh talk to. <laughs> Taylor Swift. <laughs> is it the Taylor Swift documentary? Yes. Taylor Swift documentary. Yep, I haven't seen it. <laughs> so, like, Monica was talking about earlier at lunch. She was like, Taylor Swift is probably like, the one celebrity that I, like, know the least about and I um, know the most about her mm-hmm. over anybody else. Yeah. But to the point, um, she was like, oh, the whole, like, like up, uh, I guess, like, the overarching message in there was mm-hmm. how she is turning 30 or she is 30 now. But it took her years to, like, want to talk about her or like political viewpoints oh yeah um and like um lgbtq mm-hmm. um plus rights and things like that and like there was like this whole conversation in it where she was like begging her team like i really want to talk about this yeah. like how could i you know put out like these like this music video and say like happy pride day and all of these things but then like not actually like speak about like people who are like rep- like are representing or like representatives of mm-hmm. like our state um and i just think it's weird how like women are like told to like be quiet yeah um and i think it's like I don't know. I feel like people say, well, you could, you're not really trying to like make a difference. But then, mm-hmm. like, when you try to like go against the grain or like speak up about things that matter to you, it's just like, well, why don't you like go stay to like your thing? Yeah. Um, and I feel like men are like, I don't know, it's like more acceptable for them to like have their hand in like different like facets. For sure. Um, I mean, there's studies that show that if a man um, can bargain and ask for a raise, then he's seen as confident. But then if a woman does it, then she's looked down as if um what she's asking for is ridiculous or like she's asking for too much Mm -hmm. um and like i guess that idea of like women knowing their place but when men do it it's confidence and they deserve it but well didn't you also tell me about that article you read i don't know if you read an article but it was how men are more likely to apply to jobs that are out of their reach versus women yeah and so like that's kind of why like there's a big disparity between like men and women and like pay and things Mm -hmm. like that because i feel like women i guess women like talk or it's easier for us to like talk ourselves out of opportunity right. where like men are just like no i'm i'm, I'm bomb <laughs> i deserve this no, i'm a badass yeah. i feel like anytime personally i give myself a compliment i have to like retract a little bit and i'm like no i should be proud of myself but yeah i then feel like i'm not allowed you're to bragging be. yeah like i'm bragging talk about it but then i'm like why don't i get to talk about my successes men get to brag themselves to death uh-huh um and like they exaggerate it's just so weird i wonder what men i know like we couldn't like speak to this but i wonder how they think because i feel like when we have these conversations they i wonder like what they think or if they they have the awareness that like maybe like the individual isn't like that but as a whole like the gender is like Uh we have these perceptions of them and it's like we're not wrong and i just like wonder what it's like for them you know no to like hear these things oh for sure mm, yeah no because i go back and forth about it with my dad because uh, when we talked about white privilege and me having to tell him he has white privilege he'd be like that doesn't exist and i'm like let's talk about it <laughs> um but it bothers me so much um whenever i talk to men um about like stats and statistics and all these things and um about something i'm passionate about and then they'll go to tell me i'm wrong mm-hmm. and i'm like I don't talk 
to talk I only talk if I know like my facts can be backed up Mm -hmm. but I feel like I have been in so many situations where I felt like the men in my life would be so smart and like all knowing and then I would go and fact check them and they'd Mm -hmm. be wrong but I would assume that they were right because they speak confidently and they Mm -hmm. talk as if they know everything but it's like no it's so weird how um you're just talking out of your ass it's just but like if you just like pretend like you know like i feel like a Mm -hmm. lot of people and this isn't even like men or women but like if you could just like pretend to talk with confidence people people really do follow you so Mm -hmm. easily and i think it's weird that like we just kind of like we were talking about that earlier um of how like it's like easy to be like just like believe like people are just like follow yeah. the lead um and i just hate it because like i like for me like i don't think i'm a good public speaker and like i try really hard to like be like okay like I, you told me about that ted talk that says that like you're bought when you're nervous mm-hmm. or was it you're nervous or you're anxious that your body's like preparing you mm-hmm. when you're stressed and yeah whenever you're nervous about things and that your body starts to take over as adrenaline and like fight or flight yeah so like whenever we were like presenting in class um i try and tell myself okay like my body's preparing me like monica yes, said yes, yes, yes. <laughs> but then like i always feel like the mind is just so powerful like mm-hmm. i don't think i'll ever be able to like i'll, ha- I'll never take time to study it yeah. the way i want to um but i always feel like okay like they know that my voice sounds shaky or like mm-hmm. they or they can see like that i look nervous or that i'm like looking up at the ceiling or like mm-hmm. looking past them and then like when we're done presenting like someone or like amy um she'll be like no i thought you did so good and yeah. it's just like so weird how like it's all in our head right. um i don't know why we're like that though like i don't know why we talk ourselves down and then like other people like don't necessarily see it the way like we like we feel it mm-hmm. i don't know hmm. yeah i don't know that's a good question um probably just results back um to childhood and just like the way that you're raised and the way that people talk to you Mm -hmm. if um they like raise you up or if they more push you down i thought it was interesting because um for children with adhd um boys are more likely to have adhd but girls are more likely to have add and um so that's just the difference of with hyperactivity so oh, wait, what's the difference between um so adhd um is hyperactivity so then that means like they are um like they're my like they still have the mental um where they're not able to focus but then they're more um like getting up moving around and like um messing with things mm-hmm. but girls are more likely to go undiagnosed with ADD and so they don't have that hyperactivity where they're like going around and like disturbing like the class but Mm -hmm. they're just kind of sitting there not able to do their work because Mm like um so and that's just interesting based off of um a sociological standpoint and the way that people are brought up um, Damn, it's and crazy how, how your childhood can really fuck you up. Oh my god! <laughs> like, uh, yeah, it's I, like to three, like ages to three. Um, like that is pretty much like a really like, like the really pivotal like time in your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think about it. Like uh, I don't even think I'm necessarily like that much trauma, but I feel like a lot of things can be traumatic to like a two year old, you know. And it's just like weird how it like stays with you like psychologically, and then it like really affects like who you are like later as an adult. And it's like weird because I feel like it's really hard to like pack and pack that. Like why do I have these issues like yeah. why don't like I trust people like why mm-hmm. am I so guarded or like things like that sure. um I don't know I I just feel like it takes a long time I feel like I get really frustrated because I feel like it's, it takes a long time to like be self-aware of those issues yeah. and like come past it and I feel like and like 
our society and like just like the way we are um everything feels so competitive and so rushed and so like you want to be successful and you want to be it's like you're running to this like make-believe like finish line Mm -hmm. and it just like feels like overwhelming because i feel like there's so many other things at least for me like personal like self-development and like growth that like i need to get past before i can like be where i want to be in life um and i just feel like i'm running out of time even though i'm 21 well <laughs> <laughs> no i think that's understandable i feel i've also felt in the past that self-development has kind of felt like a, um, a marathon just because i think i would even sometimes compare other people i think uh self-love is something i've really tried to focus on throughout the years but i've like when people talk about themselves and they're like i love myself and like i'm like i've never felt that way or like some people talk about like their self-growth and how they're no longer like have any of these flaws whatsoever and it's just that just seems so unrealistic and then just kind of makes you feel like you aren't trying hard enough or you're not being as like self-aware as Mm -hmm. you should be or but i think that no matter how much growth you have it's you can always grow more. Like, you're never going to be a perfect human being. It's mm-hmm. just that trying aspect mm-hmm. and actually giving a shit about it. I think in, like, one of my classes, like, my professor, she just, like, talked about how... Um because like how I was telling telling you earlier how like I always want an answer and I think we just like naturally always like want an answer right. and always she, she was like like being a human is so complex and like there are so many different like shades and like mm-hmm. layers that like go into it and like no situation is the same so I just think it's weird how we really like to put ourselves in like these boxes mm-hmm. um, or like label things and like I think it's just weird how we like get so much like satisfaction or like we feel better but sometimes like it's just weird because these labels don't actually make us feel better mm-hmm. but like we feel the need to like fit into them and i just feel like we like lose our sense of like individuality um i don't know because i yeah i don't know because like if you're different you're weird Mm -hmm. um but then i sometimes i'm like or if you're different you're trying too hard yes you're trying too hard um i don't know i just think it's weird how like there's so many like layers of like just like being a person and i feel like in like our life um when you are like when you try to like work through these things Mm -hmm. and like talk about them or like you experiment with like Mm -hmm. i don't know like different like hobbies or like belief systems um i feel like a lot like older people we talked about this too a couple days ago but i feel like older people just think we're crazy like the younger generations oh they um, always do though they always do and i just think it's weird because like they think we're like like oh like you young people Mm -hmm. like i was like that too when i was your age but yeah but think about how you think of maybe teenagers today like the 2000s babies Mm -hmm. like you probably think they're annoying mm-hmm. i've seen um some stuff and i was talking about it with cameron one day um about how i was like oh that's weird that they do that but i mean i went through like my emo phase mm-hmm. and like my family probably thought that was really weird but i was like this is just like who i am in this moment in time. <laughs> yeah um but i mean because i feel like there's kind of a way that the younger generation talks and i'm like do y'all all talk like that mm-hmm. and then but i'm but i mean that's just how slang goes and mm-hmm. it's just that we're not a part of it so therefore we think it's weird slang is so funny too. <laughs> there's so many words that i don't know now like even talking to my mentees um i'll have to ask them sometimes like what the words are that they're using what is I, that no yeah i've been like what do you mean by that um and they'll have to explain it to me and i'm like yeah i'm not up with like the hip lingo and they're only a, like a few years younger uh-huh. than us so it's like how do i feel like we already have this huge gap and then 
because even for advertising i feel like we have to understand um different target audiences and i don't feel like i understand like the younger generation that much yes um so but it's just like how do we get in there and like make it feel like it's actually authentic i mean i hopefully i mean i know we're gonna get better at advertising but it's just funny because like me and monica both are like interested in like the same track of advertising and like strategy and i feel like we i I feel like we're both we are both good at it for like different reasons Mm -hmm. but it's just weird because like how do you like research like how do you how do they answer the questions oh yeah that's why I specifically joined TikTok. Why I got my Twitter back was because I felt like I wasn't in with like the trends of what was going on, like what um, the lingo was. So I felt like I had to get back onto it just so I could understand what they were even talking about. Because I'm like, I'm 22 years old and I feel like I'm already not hip. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not hip. Yeah. Um, no, I just think it's weird because like I don't even, like people are so. Pete, there, there's just so many different kinds of people and yeah. i just don't even know like how do you reach them i don't know like because like you like i don't know you want to reach like a whole you want to reach as many yeah. people as possible mm-hmm. um but then we're talking we're all it's just i feel like everything is just so conflicting because we're talking about like being individuals mm-hmm. but then also like how do you like tie people enough to like ca- like ca- like reach like i guess like cast a net over them like in yeah. advertising um so that you can reach them right um our generation though and the younger generation is so against like target audiences and putting people in boxes because we are in a society that we're, um, we were talking about, oh, you're trying too hard if you're different, but mm-hmm. we tell everyone that they're unique and that they should be themselves um, for the most part anyway. But, um, <laughs> um, but Don't be too different. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, that... Ugh, but... Um, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, you can take time to like think. Um, I feel like that's just... Um, I don't know maybe I'm making connections that aren't there but like we just like I think we try too hard to like keep going yeah um and like I don't think we like give ourselves like a break to just like it's okay to just like yeah um, have a moment to like think finish your sentence Mm -hmm. and I don't I'm really bad about that like I just like talk 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 and then after I'm like you know I could have probably thought about that more before I approached that person or like said like you know what I need a break Uh and like let's come back to this conversation and I feel like and like the way we are in like this day and age like we're just like no let's do this now and then move Mm -hmm. on I don't know I wonder if it was always it wasn't always exhausting it's technology right like I feel like this comes down a lot of like this stuff comes down to like technology and like social media and like yeah I mean we're constantly entertained yeah um when my um because I have really bad wi-fi here um in my room so like a lot of the time um like my shows stop working so then I'm like okay I'm gonna go on my phone now because i'm like i'm not gonna just sit here like <laughs> and then i think about how much i'm on my phone or how much like i'm using technology and it's just kind of like ooh, that's uh that's a lot <laughs> no it is a lot and we it's are draining. so stimulated yeah. and then i think there's like research that's saying that the blue light's bad for us oh, like yeah. is it for does it lead sleep. to depression oh oh I don't know if it's like depression or like. No, Grey's Anatomy says blue light's good for us. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yes, yeah. They made like (laughs) in the new season. There's these specific rooms, and it's supposed to like help. 
people um with happiness levels and so they have this one room and it's just like blue lighting interesting but then they have blue light glasses right so like it's a i guess does that just counteract headaches or like ice cream makes sense because i mean blue is supposed to give people like a calming effect but i think the blue light keeps people up and because it like is bad with um sleep but is that why uh color associations are so funny to me that's why twitter and facebook are blue right Mm mm-hmm so weird that is so weird i don't know how we figure advertising is cool i don't know if this is necessarily like advertising that figured out but it is cool that you can like really fig you can pinpoint people like you can really like track them down figure out what they like and then like catch them Mm -hmm. and i know like advertising um because i wanted to talk about this with you um i know advertising gets like a bad rap and i feel like when i tell people that like aren't in like the college world um that i study advertising they're just like oh like that's like they think they either think it's boring or they think it's like they think it's cool but then i feel like people also are just like oh you know like i don't know how like they're like "Mm." um and like yeah ads are annoying but i feel like i don't know i feel like they make your life more convenient maybe that's just like i don't know if that's like i don't know if the right word is consumerism but i feel like if you're gonna get them anyway then Mm -hmm. like can't beat them join them honey (laughs) (laughs) uh no i agree um i think of advertising like why i like it is more of the psychology behind it why people do the things that they do um and then i uh, i don't know how to phrase this well but i like the idea of understanding someone so well that i can then persuade them Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah <laughs> to do something else and i think that's powerful i think that's interesting um i think that um within our uh capitalistic worlds we live in but um that could be brought down a little bit more um because i feel like that power needs to be used more for good because i feel like there's a lot of noise that we receive mm-hmm. and i think it's not all relevant or it's not all helpful um Mm -hmm. but i definitely see advertising as for the better i know that moving towards that yeah i feel like there is a lot of advertising that's like fluffy yeah um but i think that we like that and i feel like that's just like more comfortable for us because i feel like a lot of people like and like even like brands like with their advertising they want to move really slowly Mm -hmm. with changes um and like being and, and being progressive because they're afraid to like make those like um i guess like aggressive like shifts um and i feel like just like in like pop culture and like advertising and things like that um like we can people talk shit about it and like think that it's dumb or like they downplay it or think it's like superficial but i also feel like people can't accept that like that's only like kind of what they want to hear and they don't like want anything that's like more real and serious Mm -hmm. i feel like it makes them uncomfortable or makes us feel uncomfortable um and i feel like it's just like easier to connect on like those types of things um i don't know but i feel like advertising is like really powerful because like it can i mean like it just like depends on like where it's coming from but like there really does like make you feel Mm -hmm. um i remember there was one in dr craig's class (laughs) in his intro ad class he played this commercial and it was like and i didn't even you didn't know where it was going but it was basically an awareness campaign i think for the elderly people and it like made me cry and it was like weird it was just a dog one 
Was I there a dog involved? I don't think so. Okay. I think he was like standing on his lawn. Oh, okay. Um, but it was just like talking about how like he like this like it was like an old man and he was like standing outside and then there was like this family and like all these things and then it was, at the end of it it was like check in on your loved ones and it made me cry and I was like I called my grandma and I was just like hey like what are you up to because mm-hmm. like I don't know depending on what it is for I feel like it really can like evoke like it's weird how yeah. it can really evoke like a strong emotion like I get mm-hmm. goosebumps over things or I cry or I laugh and I'm like damn like how did they figure that out um so I feel like it's crazy how it can be so powerful in like such a consolidated yeah. little um like 30 second or a one minute spot or even like print ads mm-hmm. um that shit's like science to me i don't know like that's crazy yeah there's so much research that goes on behind it there's so much money invested uh when people say that um that ads don't work for them it's just but i would say because they're i don't want to say that they're not (laughs) self-aware enough to realize but like you can connect that because you're an advertising student Mm -hmm. and then that and then you can connect it back to like seeing that specific ad but advertisement is so now normalized that people see it all day long Mm -hmm. but um they think it doesn't set in but it's like if you're seeing things constantly 24 7 i think it's naive to think that it doesn't seep into you yeah it does like what was that thing it takes like three impressions for oh man i don't know it anymore there i think it's like something about like three impressions to get you to there's like a rule um like you need to see something three times within a certain amount of time yeah. for you to like for it to like make an effect mm-hmm. um damn i don't know maybe i'll ask dr craig about it because i feel like the, or maybe i'm making up my own stats no, i feel like that's something we learned about in media planning but i just blanked out so much in media planning i we hated just, media planning um another reason why we get along so well <laughs> we <laughs> suffered together but in different groups that is so funny we did have that class together i remember i was did i ever tell you that i was afraid to talk to you um because we had that class and then we had like a, there was a break and then we had mm-hmm. a sociology class together mm-hmm. right after we didn't talk we didn't meet towards like the end yeah of like the thing past the middle yeah um and then once we met i felt like we were we just instantly like you too (laughs) (laughs) me too yeah (laughs) us i remember telling people i was just i think i told i told i told sophia i feel like i would tell her like dude monica's so fucking cool i feel like we're like the same person in a way because we have like a lot of like I don't know, we just agree on a lot of things, I feel mm-hmm. like. I don't know. But I also feel like we're both good about, um, or we try to be good about, like, I feel like I'm pretty accepting and I'm pretty, like, non-judgmental. Mm-hmm. And I feel like even if you're like, well, I never thought about some thought about it like that i feel like you're also like pretty accepting of people and i feel like we're both like really willing to like hear like other like viewpoints Mm -hmm. um which is really important but yeah there's so many things where i'm like oh my god like well i think that has to go back to like we're in sociology so we're constantly having to hear other people's opinions and the way that they feel about things and why they are and i think that can um be difficult for some people to deal with but i always just think of it as like there's how many people in this world like seven billion like minimum mm-hmm. like it's really ignorant to think that we're all gonna be the same live the same have the same ideas mm-hmm. so i mean i feel like i can pretty much for the most part take most people's opinions and be like well 
that's the way you think about it so yeah that's interesting and like the idea of um i liked how you you, you said something earlier and you're like well if that's your truth and i feel like we have like this idea of like truth like truth is like you uh, this universal thing and i feel mm-hmm. like your truth is like different like just depending on you yeah um and i feel like that's like really i feel like that's so valuable and i feel like not just like in like our advertising space but just like as people and mm-hmm. i feel like i'm like a lot happier as like a person since i've even like taken like my sociology classes guys yeah. if you can take a sociology <laughs> class in college <laughs> i would say like 100 like take one because they're so fascinating and i think if you could just like sit down with an open mind and just like just accept it like yeah. my professors like i don't know we've had some pretty good professors mm-hmm. i have awesome mm-hmm. um professors where like i could cry because i'm just like wow like i never thought about that or yeah. and i like now i try and like i don't know i'm not like a deep thinker by any means like i feel like i i listen to fucking taylor swift every day guys <laughs> but i feel like it's like made me like really like want to try and it's just crazy like there's like such a like different like i don't know i just feel like I don't know. I just feel like these classes have opened me up to like this whole other world of like knowledge and like a different kind of viewpoint that like I never would have had. And I can't imagine like going my life like without it. I don't know. I love sociology. Oh yeah. I think it definitely makes you take a step back and then reflect on what is you versus what are the ways that you've been raised and the ways that you think and just like stereotypical mindsets. Um, I think it just makes you question yourself a little more. I think it's helped me in making me realize that maybe I want to slow down, like maybe I want to have all these other things in my life because I think that would bring me more happiness than working 80 hours a week and then like <laughs> never taking any vacation days you want to talk about this like cool title that you have yeah um but yeah because um i just don't know if in the long run that's going to bring me like the most happiness and if that's not the case then why would i do it yeah i've definitely feel like i'm de- trying to be better about like being like more connected with like my mind and my body mm-hmm. um like we were talking about earlier um because like my professor was talking about how she is so cute she was talking about how um about going in nature and she was like just guys go outside and like look around like Mm -hmm. this is here for us like this is free like Mm -hmm. this is just like in our world and like we don't take advantage of that like we're always like looking at our phones or on our laptops or like we're in our like just like in our heads thinking like i'm always thinking and like i'm a planner like i feel like i just like have those natural tendencies and i'm always always thinking of a game plan and Mm -hmm. i don't know how always Um, thinking of boxes to check yes and i I, like i have like my to my to-do list for this weekend and then my long-term to-do list for the semester and then like life things and like how am i gonna like what steps do i need to take (laughs) and i'm just like damn but then she was talking about like she was like just like have you ever just like gone and like jumped in the water but like really felt like the pins and like the needles and like that rush of the water she was like that is free drugs and i <laughs> and maybe she was like i don't know she was like maybe she was like being a little dramatic but i was like no like i remember i went paddleboarding um on ladybird lake mm-hmm. for the first time this past summer and i was like giddy i was with lauren mm-hmm. and, and i was having so much fun i was having the time of my life because like my skin was hot and then i kept trying to like balance on the i have no core um so i couldn't like <laughs> stand up and i kept like falling into the water and it felt like such a rush um to like fall into the water because like i was hot but then like the water was Mm -hmm. cold and it did feel so good um that is something that i do love about texas is like i love our i love nature i never liked that stuff before where i'm from there's no it's like flat we have palm trees (laughs) marcus has really changed um myself and how like 
nature brings me happiness. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a chemical in the trees. It's if you spend 30 minutes in nature, then it can improve your mood up to a month. That's um, crazy. Is, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. If I could just like make myself do that once a week. I feel like I always say like I don't have enough time though. I'm like, I'm really bad at overestimating time. Yeah. So I'll be like, it's going to take me this long, like 30 minutes to get home. And then it'll probably take me like 30 minutes before I can actually leave the house. And then I have to drive there. And I feel like I don't like just, that's something I've been working really hard about um, this semester is just like doing things and like not thinking about how long they're going to take me and just yeah. like do it. Cause I've gotten so much more stuff done in my days. Um, mm. But yeah, I don't know. I don't make time to be out with nature, but I do appreciate it. That's what I love about Texas State because I feel like um, our, I don't know, just like our student body, I feel like we're pretty, mm-hmm. we're pretty fun. Yeah, we're I pretty nature driven. Yeah, because it used to upset me like back in the day, like when I was a freshman, just because everyone at Texas State is so beautiful and mm-hmm. so fit yes. and so like nature gals. And so <laughs> I was just like, oh, <laughs> but now I'm like, yeah, I understand. <laughs> no, and it, yeah, and again, it's just it's free. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I think we try to find so many ways to like entertain ourselves, like, you know, go out and like consume like three days worth of calories and alcohol or like. I don't know, like go like going to like the movies or shopping and like all right. of these things to like bring us joy and like mm-hmm. I think if we went outside and like saw the green yeah. and like the blue sky and like I don't know, it's just or like listening to like the like nature sounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hate hearing trees in the fucking morning. But <laughs> other For than sure. that I hate the birds. It's crazy how um yeah, we're killing our planet. Um, we're not gonna get into that conversation, but um Next I think, time. <laughs> <laughs> next time. But um college has been oh, I love that we get to go like, be in college together. I know. I'm glad we got to meet each other at the last half of college. I wish we got to meet each other before. Yeah. But I'm glad that we have made a friendship and we're gonna move into our future together yeah (laughs) (laughs) and whatever that means (laughs) yeah we were gonna we were talking about going to new york for a hot second and Uh like all living together um me our friend amy and then monica monica's boyfriend and then we've all slowly it's funny because like i think i was the first one to be like yeah i don't like new york like yeah like as soon as i came home i was just like i wanted to like literally lay on the floor outside my house and be like i never leaving like i loved it i was i didn't realize how much i didn't i don't know how different it was yeah and then i feel like amy was like yeah and then you were like you know what i don't know like i don't know if i can do it in new york like i'd just be like crying at a bus stop (laughs) yes like you know how emotional i am i can't go through new york i would be and it's i would be insane yeah so just like my emotions would be all over the place because i feel like i would never be able to just like relax and like take a break yeah no hell no Um, my brain would especially then never stop yeah (laughs) But I'm happy. Yeah, we are. We're in a good spot here in in Texas and mm-hmm. advertising. We're gonna be doing cool things. Next time you see an ad, think: Did Selena and Monica do that? Probably not. But maybe, <laughs> maybe one day. <laughs> maybe one day. Stay tuned. Oh well, this was such a fun chat. Look at us. How we're long have we talked? Thirty nine minutes. I'll probably nice. I'll probably trim out a little bit. Yeah. Um, cut out my. Um, I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna leave it in there. Yeah. Just but- like long pauses. <laughs> <laughs> no that's okay because like we're training ourselves to like slow down yeah and that's important for sure um also editing's hard <laughs> for sure <laughs> um but thank you so much for being on the podcast uh, can i can put can i put your like instagram or something oh, yeah like, i don't know if you guys want to follow monica she does these really cool what, how would you classify your photography like creative um, something 
I get I yeah I don't know what the word would be or like what the real term would be I usually say like prop mm-hmm. um because like I like to make sets and like uh backgrounds and stuff I'm not really like a photographer that's like oh wow that looks beautiful I want to take a picture of that mm-hmm. like I more want to create something mm-hmm. and then take a picture of that mm-hmm. of what I created yeah, so she does some fun stuff. I might, um, rumor has it, someone, me, um, is going <laughs> to be a, a, the star of a picture, maybe. Mm-hmm. So Stay tuned next month. Yeah, stay tuned for that, guys. Follow Monica on Instagram. Check her out. She is a fun, fun gal. Um, and thank you so much for listening. Okay, I'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye. Say bye louder. Bye. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>